It's 7.43 on this West Virginia morning. I'm Chuck Anzalevich. Central Appalachia is home to a lot of varied wildlife, but armadillos? I think of armadillos as Florida, South Georgia, Texas, places further to the south. So when I first heard of armadillos in Southwest Virginia, I was quite shocked and surprised. That story and more on this West Virginia morning. In the tax reform battle between West Virginia's governor and the Senate president, thoughts from the Speaker of the House have been largely unheard until now. Randy Yowie has more. Speaker Roger Hanshaw, a Republican from Clay County, supports passing Amendment 2. He says revising an antiquated constitutional provision will give elected representatives the opportunity to discuss a proper tax structure. Hanshaw sees fairly substantial sustained budget surpluses at least over the next three to five years. He applauds the House Finance Committee's hybrid plan of phasing in cuts of income, vehicle, and business and inventory taxes. He says he's puzzled over comments of a Charleston power grab. He says most legislators live far from Charleston and need the same services for their families. We all still want water to come out of our faucets and uh, fire service to come to our homes when we have an emergency. That argument is a a bit bit misplaced. Hanshaw says he does get frustrated over lapses in communication among government leaders. He says the only job that the legislature has is to be a civil and deliberate body. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Randy Yowie. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency is expanding its rebate program for clean school buses. Curtis Tate has more. The EPA is nearly doubling the original amount for the school bus rebates, announced in May, to $965 million. The agency will also make another $1 billion available for school districts in fiscal year 2023. The popular program received 2,000 applications from all 50 states, totaling $4 billion for 12,000 buses. The agency says 90% of those applications were for zero-emissions electric buses like the ones manufactured by Green Power in South Charleston. The remaining 10% were for buses powered by propane or compressed natural gas. Last year's Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act made the funding available to replace diesel school buses with cleaner ones over the next five years. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston. Health experts in West Virginia warn that cooler fall weather is likely to bring another spike in COVID-19 cases. Amelia Nicely has the story. West Virginia health leaders fear COVID-19 cases could jump as cold weather settles in. State coronavirus czar Dr. Clay Marsh said the United Kingdom has seen a 17% increase in hospitalizations following colder weather. It's really because that they are seeing seeing waning immunity because not enough of their citizens have been vaccinated with the current booster shot, and also because people are now not taking the same precautions. Marsh urged West Virginians to get the newest COVID-19 booster shot. He said fewer than 2% of people nationwide have received the newest booster. State health leaders are also urging residents to get their flu vaccinations. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Amelia Nicely in Charleston. We often hear about animals disappearing because of over-harvesting by hunters, urban sprawl from cities or climate change, but some species aren't dying off, they're just on the move. This weekend on Inside Appalachia, we hear about the slow northerly migration of the armadillo, which is now being spotted in the mountains of western Virginia. Host Mason Adams spoke with Seth Thompson 
a biologist with the Virginia Department of Wildlife Resources, who took the first reports on the arrival of the armadillos. I think of armadillos as Florida, South Georgia, Texas, places further to the south. So when I first heard of armadillos in southwest Virginia, I was quite shocked and surprised. We here in Virginia, we have a, what's called the Virginia Wildlife Conflict Helpline, and that's basically like a, a number that we encourage people to call if they are experiencing a conflict or a problem with wildlife. And I, I one day I got an email that the, the title of the email was Armadillo in Buchanan County, Virginia. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a, a picture of the animal and some of the damage that it had done to, it, to this lady's yard. And so I was still a little skeptical because we get pictures that uh, purport to show a, a mountain lion in southwest Virginia. But then there's sagebrush and ponderosa pine trees in the background of the picture. But the more I dug and the more I read the, the email chain and, and information, it, it seemed legit. I ended up following up and calling the lady who was reporting this and followed up and sure enough was able to verify in the field that, yes, indeed, this was an armadillo. So what happened next? So I, I was able to verify this particular animal in Buchanan County and the damage that was going on. And I actually attempted to try to capture the animal. In theory, they're fairly easy to capture but I, I failed to do so. I've not dealt with armadillos and basically to abate the damage, to, to remove the damage source because it was quite severe. Um, but I was unable to capture the animal and a couple of days went by and she didn't, she didn't see it anymore. It, it basically disappeared. We don't know what happened to that animal. But then a few weeks later, we got some other reports of other animals about 12 miles as the crow flies or so in Russell County, Virginia. And that was an animal that was actually killed by a gentleman's dogs. They, they had cornered and found this animal and, and killed it. And it was an adult male. Uh, that, that specimen actually is, has been cleaned and is now in the Virginia Natural History Museum. And we had another report uh, about three miles from there of possibly two animals. And those, uh, one of the animals was actually, actually captured in a live trap. Uh, and it it died actually in the trap. And then there was a second, uh, another yet another animal that was they had uh, trail camera pictures of to verify. So we, we've had a number of these sporadic reports that we could verify uh, in the field, either with a carcass or with credible trail cameras or photos. And I understand there was a sighting earlier this year as well. There have been. There's there's been a number of of either roadkill or verified photos or so on since then. Uh, but last September we had an animal on a on a trail camera uh, in Wise County, and then this spring, about two miles as the crow flies from that trail camera picture, we had an animal turn up dead uh, roadkill, and we presume that that's probably the same animal. We've not had any other reports. Uh, and given the, the distance, we figure that's probably the same animal. It's just interesting, all the animals that we've been either we've been able to verify, which is to say a, a carcass in hand, have all been males. So n nothing uh, at this point to suggest that we have a breeding, you know, resident population. If we had females that were reproducing, then I'd say, okay, we, we are, Virginia is now occupied by armadillos. But at this point, it's kind of more of like an occurrence uh, where we have these random males that are showing up, but we don't have any evidence yet that we have a breeding population. 
That was biologist Seth Thompson speaking with Mason Adams. You can hear more of that story Sunday morning at 7 and Sunday evening at 6 on Inside Appalachia. You're listening to West Virginia Morning on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. It's 7.51. In the weather forecast for the Mountain State, increasing cloudiness with a chance of rain in the southeast late in the day. Highs ranging from the mid-50s in the northern mountains to the mid-60s in the southwest. And then tonight through Sunday, cloudy with periods of rain likely as the remnants of Hurricane Ian move across the state. Lows tonight will be in the mid-40s to the mid-50s. Highs tomorrow in the 50s to low 60s. Support for this weather forecast is provided by the attorneys at Torreseva Law, representing firefighters, police officers, and West Virginia families. Information at TorresavaLaw.com. And support for West Virginia Public Broadcasting is provided by Good News Mountaineer Garage, a nonprofit organization accepting donated vehicles to help a West Virginia family get to work. More at GoodNewsMountaineerGarage.com. This week's broadcast of Mountain Stage features a very special performance from Texas music legend Robert Earl Keene, who joined us on his final tour this past summer. After 41 years of touring, writing, and recording, Keene announced in late 2021 that his next tour would be his last. Keene appeared on Mountain Stage 12 times since 1989. Our song of the week is Keene's fitting farewell number, I'm Coming Home.
That was Texas music legend Robert Earl Keene performing I'm Coming Home on the Mountain Stage. To hear a full performance and more, tune in Saturdays at 6 and Sundays at noon right here on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day at our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from West Virginia University, Concord University, and Shepherd University. Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Amelia Nicely, Bill Lynch, Caroline McGregor, Curtis Tate, Chris Schultz, David Adkins, Eric Douglas, Jessica Lilly, Liz McCormick, Randy Yowie, and Shepard Snyder. Eric Douglas is our news director, and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Chuck Anzalevich. This has been West Virginia Morning.